The following lecture by Trigueirinho, an overview of current life, with simultaneous translation into English, was recorded live in Brazil in October 2007. Nós não temos muita ideia de como será a nova terra. Como we really don't have a clear planeta. idea of what the new Nós Earth will be like, what um this new planet will be like. We can see that a cycle is ending. We can see that there Estamos is no solution for many situations. We can see retorno. that many things can no longer e be reinstated. Não temos soluções para os problemas que estão aí. And we have no solution for the problems então, that are here, the most um basic problems. So we would have to work um on our consciousness, because by working um on our consciousness, no interior, by working inwardly, de we are going to discover possibilities for us to be conscious on other levels, aqui, not on this level, which is implicated to such an extent that there is no way out for certain things, as we know. We are not here to repeat reports or statistics. You are following all this, especially things in the field of health and so forth. So we are not going to repeat these things. But we are going to look for the means for us to participate in a certain way since we coexist with these things. And at the same time, we must avoid getting into this chaos, avoid getting lost in this confusion, in this superficiality, this rather widespread lack of awareness. We just have to look at what people are engaged in. We can see that they are not in the least aware of what is going on. They are not in the least aware of their responsibility towards a certain stage of the world. We can see this very clearly. Some go on living like in the time of slavery. And others live as though nothing special were happening around them. For example, many of us live in families, in this which we call the human family. And we can see the problems of this human family. We can see the situation of this human family. But I don't know if we are seeking a real solution. We are trying to resolve the problem of one person or another, trifling things in a way, but I don't know if we are looking at the issue of the family from the viewpoint of its roots, from the viewpoint of its base, of what is happening. It doesn't dawn on us, for example, that this family, this human family, the way it is organized, the way it has been up to now, it's hard for us to realize that this family is an antechamber, that it is a test, that it is a school, a rather rudimental school, sometimes a rather compulsory karmic school, so that once this stage of this human family is fulfilled, once this stage is resolved, we can enter a different family so that we can make this transition and leave this blood kinship, this hereditary family, leave this material family to enter a universal family, a larger family. And this would be a natural outcome of a healthy human family. Because in a healthy human family, one member does not depend on another after a certain phase. This kind of dependency 
this situation means that either the relationship is not healthy or people do not see how it was meant to evolve, how it is meant to advance. When focusing the family, for example, we would have to observe how it could be extended, be expanded, how it could be included in a wider circle. Because we have already found out that there is one being that there então, is the only one, that life is one. Só, é um passo. So it is just a step um from there to understand that we are all one family, and um it should not be such a difficult step for those who have a healthy mind, for those whose emotions are well balanced. We would have to open up a little to these circles and the other circle that would have to be extended, that would have to be widened, is the circle that is created around monetary energy. Because in the same way that the family closed itself within a blood kinship circle, a circle of material interests, of possessiveness, as you all know, this issue of monetary energy also closed in. It also became stifled. Because in the same way that the family sidestepped the role of becoming the antechamber for us to be a larger family so that we could be a brother to all, monetary energy also sidestepped the role of being an energy that circulates and instead became congested, became retained in small circles. So all this is out there practically in the throes of death. Education is another dying area. Those who deal with education know this. They know that the children, the youth, want nothing more to do with these things the way they are, the way they are proposed, the way they are lived, currently lived. Because those wise individuals, those ancient schools that gave rise to all these educational theories really had wisdom. But all that has already finished its cycle. And today the souls are no longer on the same level they were when this education was structured, when this education was organized. At that time, human souls were in mental matter, on the mental level, on the higher mental level. Today, human souls are already evolving. They are already going to a higher level of consciousness. Today, many souls are already on the intuitive level. Many souls today are already intuitive, and some souls are already in contact with the spiritual level. So this education that is given to these young people, or this education that is also given to adults, because we adults are going to receive education right till the end, aren't we? Because there is no deadline to education. As long as we are here, we are educating ourselves. So we have to see what kind of education we are receiving. If we are receiving an outdated education from centuries ago, it's the same thing, the same relationship. The same relationship of possessiveness, of lack of brotherliness, and so forth. And with all this, which is so retrograde, with all this so totally far away from our needs, so removed from the energy we are presently living, that we are now receiving, in all this we can see the direction health is taking. We can see 
that there are certain sicknesses, certain illnesses, certain ailments that medicine itself does not know how to treat and does not have the means to treat and that psychology also is not able to relieve. Today, since the souls have developed since the souls have gone from this astral mental level to the intuitive level and to the spiritual level, these souls of today, our own souls that have evolved, that are keeping up with this evolution of the energy, of the cosmic energy that is reflected here on earth, these souls are inwardly, sincerely seeking how to develop. Because out here, there is no way they can do so. Out here we have structures, even religious, philosophical structures, but closed structures, which no longer respond to the questioning of the soul. For example, a soul that has a task to fulfill on earth, a soul, for example, that has a service to render on earth. Today, such a soul on the new earth with the new laws can enter an adult body if the soul in that body gives it up so that the other soul can carry out its task or can be allowed to lodge in that body. So today there are laws that are already part of the new earth, that are a part of the new planet. And we who are living here, who dwell here, and we who are dealing with this matter that is being transformed are unaware of, are completely dissociated from all this. So you can see, can't you, the series of illnesses, circulatory illnesses, heart problems, brain diseases, psychic, psychological. You can see the psychological condition of people are in, can't you? So all of this needs to be clarified. It needs to be looked at. And what we know in regard to the new earth, the new planet, because the planet is not going to end, the earth is not going to end. Even if there is a global warming, as is actually happening, and even if this global warming hinders human life, plant life, animal life from continuing as it is, Life will not terminate. It will go on because life does not end. Life is life. Life is eternal. So even with the global warming that you are already feeding, life is not going to end. But what will it be like? To what level of consciousness will this life go? Where are we going to live? Because the global warming is not going to drive us away from the earth. We are subtle beings. We are inner beings. We are souls. We are spirits that can very well go on living even if the surface of the earth becomes uninhabitable. So today we have queries we have questions that should be disquieting us. From one minute to the next, we do not go to another level of consciousness so that from one minute to the next, we do not leave our bodies to go on living. Because like it or not, we do go on living. Whether we are aware of it or not, we do go on living. So how is this going to come about? Can we be aware of all this? Can we become aware of all these things? Of course we can. We have all this inside of us. We know this on a certain level of consciousness which is not the physical level. We don't have this in our physical brain. We have this higher up. We don't have this on our emotional level. And we also don't have this in our human mind. Our human minds have limits to what they can imagine, but they cannot resolve this by going beyond imagining. The mind can understand if it has light, 
But where does this light come from? This light comes from a level that is higher than the thinking mind. So I don't know today with all that is happening. I don't know if everyone has a complete idea of all that is happening. Probably not, because the media pasteurize everything that happens, don't they? And the economic systems also take it upon themselves to camouflage everything because there are on-the-scene interests at play that cannot be disrupted and all that. And we who are beings, like all of us, who are souls, who are spirits, who are inhabitants of the surface of the earth, what happens to us? What do we turn to? Where do we go to obtain security? That we are alive, we all know. But to be sure of a direction, of a way to follow, how should we be? Where should we be? What should we be doing? You know, there is little time left for us to deal with these issues very concretely. There is not much time left for this. Very soon it's going to be difficult to find water to drink. Very soon. Very soon we will not have any healthy food to eat. This will happen before long. Without even mentioning that those who eat animal products know very well that today they are swallowing hormones, even without wanting to, without knowing, they are consuming hormones overloading themselves with hormones which are given to the chickens, to the cattle, to those things given to the domestic fowl. We are consuming hormones, and this is changing many things in us. And we would have to wake up before we get completely dim-witted, before we get completely passive, before our brain can no longer think about these things. So we would have to get out of this a little before this situation comes about. So we would have to look about and see that before we get a clear understanding of our role in this situation, because there is no way to escape from this situation, we should ask, what is our role in this situation? What experience am I getting from this? And how can I help the situation? How can I cooperate with a plan of evolution? Because such situations can be a part of the plan of evolution. The situation that is here can be a part of the plan of evolution because there is no evolution without involution. We know that. So we cannot just keep on evolving. There has to be a force opposed to evolution. There has to be a certain measure of involution. And we have to resolve this conflict. We have to learn to deal with this. So you know, for example, that your mind and your brain perceive certain things. But then our body, our physical body, our astral body, our karmic situation do not respond accordingly. So we have two opposing forces in our lives. I'm just giving an example. So then we have to resolve the situation. We have to learn to live in this situation. We have to learn to be there and we have to get out in an evolutionary way. To get out in an evolutionary way can also include the fact that one might have to disincarnate during the process. But disincarnating is no problem. One goes on living, one goes on evolving. What matters is for one to be evolutionary. What matters is for one to be evolving the whole time, proceeding along the path. It doesn't matter if one is going to disincarnate in the next ten minutes. It doesn't matter if it is written in one's karma that one is going to be ill. That doesn't matter. We can go on evolving even in illness. 
right now, we would have to take up a position within the law of evolution. And then, whatever happens, whatever comes up before us to be lived, whatever it may be, we are going to live it in an evolutionary way. And we will go on living in an evolutionary way, lucidly, outside of the body, if we have to disincarnate. Or we will go on living in an evolutionary way, reincarnating. Or if we will not reincarnate soon, we are going to go on living on other levels. We will go on living in other life systems because this system here on the surface of the earth, this life on the physical level is not the only one. Life is present in all dimensions. There is life on all levels. There is life. There is organized life. There is civilization on the astral level, which is not physical. There is civilization on the mental level which is also not physical. There is a spiritual life which is on a still different plane, a different level. There is also human life outside of the physical body, in the inner dimensions of the earth, a counterpart of this physical life. All this is here and today. More than ever, with these transformations that are occurring, not only on Earth, but in the universe, in the sun, in the cosmos, with all these transformations, we have real opportunities to contact new things, new situations. At this time, individuals should get to know what is happening in this transformation of the Earth, or in this transformation of the solar system, in the transformation of the sun itself, why do you think the sun is causing skin cancer? Because a transformation is taking place in the sun. What transformation is this? I wonder if we ask ourselves. We have to ask ourselves these things. We have to question in order to get an answer and to be alive in these times and not be dragging ourselves through this life involved in problems that no longer have solutions according to our expectations. Our consciousness, our stand, our clarity in face of what is occurring depend on our inner position, on the equilibrium of a certain inner point of ours. And we have to turn to that point, which is an abstract point that has no physical aspect. It is something inner. We have to turn to that point to be able to begin to feel where we stand. Our position in all this is inward. It is an inner position. But for one to continue living on earth with all that is taking place on the physical level, one would have to find a point in the inner earth, a live evolutionary point in the inner earth. would also have to find a point that is alive within oneself, a secure point, a point of safety within oneself. It's up to us to find that point. It's up to us to look for that point. What is presently happening on the earth, and it is something quite inconceivable to most people, what is happening on the earth is no more than a reflection of what is happening in other larger systems of what is happening in the actual solar system to which the Earth belongs. And what is happening in the solar system, which is reflected on the Earth, is the very same thing that is happening in systems beyond the solar system and which govern the solar system. Today, our minds can already grasp this. We have a mind that can already understand this. What this mind needs 
is to organize itself towards that. The mind has to organize itself in such a way that it can draw together its forces, that it can focus its interests, that it can gather up its willpower and that it can turn inwards and not outwards. From now on, we are only going to find more confusion on the outside. Only those who do not want to see cannot see it. So we have to have great clarity. We have to focus our entire will and not disperse it. Because every iota of willpower is precious today. So we have to unify this willpower, draw together all this force and turn inward. This is an exercise we can also do in case of need. Some people ask, but how can one do this? If you are raising the question, it's because it is not your hour, because when the time comes, you will find the way to do this. When you get a fright, don't you shout? Who taught you to shout? And you do shout out. When the time comes, when you feel it, you will find the way to concentrate and turn inward. We all know and feel this. We feel the influence of greater solar systems. We feel the astrological influence of the stars, the planets. We know all this. This entire influence is changing. All this is changing. All this is becoming transformed. This transformation that you can see on Earth is happening all over. The cosmos is experiencing this. The cosmos is entering a different stage. Things are moving into higher evolution. Into a higher evolution. Not this evolution that we all know. Not this evolution of concrete science that material science knows. There is a higher evolution beyond this one. And the evolution that is here is going to enter the other. It's going to merge with the higher evolution. And the pressure, the pressure of the universe on everything is changing. The pressure that is approaching, the pressure of the stars, the pressure of the planets that used to be different for us, we were created, formed, developed under a certain type of pressure, a certain type of influence. All this is changing. All this is becoming altered. And new cosmic rays are also entering the planet. And you can see certain things that are changing into something different that only existed in the distant past. For example, you can see a change, a transformation in the activation of the feminine polarity, for example. The feminine polarity is acting differently. Women are going from a situation of dependency on men, on the masculine polarity, to a situation of governance. Today, women are governing nations. So, things are going back to the way they used to be, but a long time ago, in an era that has not even recorded in history, like in the time of the Amazons. This is not in history. It's useless to look in the history books because we won't find anything there. All this happened long before history books were written. So something is coming back we have to recognize. And what is coming back? Are we talking about women in their physical bodies? Or are we talking about something feminine that does not depend on the physical body? All of us, men and women, have this feminine polarity. All of us have the feminine polarity just as we have the masculine polarity. Women have a masculine polarity and men also have a feminine polarity. 
Uma delas However, é proeminente num certo momento. Então, quando aquela é proeminente, so ele encarna em um corpo conforme aquela polaridade é proeminente. Então, quem está num corpo masculino é proeminente. guiando developing more with guidance. And the other polarity is in the background, learning, carrying out its experience in a different way. And for someone in a female body, it's just the opposite. The feminine polarity is prominent, developing. And the masculine polarity is in the background, underlying, contemplating. But it is there present. Quando se fala de polaridade feminina, so when we talk of feminine polarity, as we shall do, we are really talking to everyone, not only to those whose feminine polarity is prevalent, but also to those whose masculine polarity is dominant, while their feminine polarity is alive within, underlying, awaiting a feminine incarnation to become externalized, to become manifested. What is this feminine polarity and what is this masculine polarity which we all possess in different degrees? What is this? This is something the planet also has. This is not confined to humanity. The planets also have these polarities because the one life has these polarities. Creation has these polarities. Creation is positive and negative, masculine and feminine. The planets also have this. They all have this. And just as we express one polarity more prominently than another in a certain incarnation, the planets do the same thing. A planet also reincarnates, except that when a planet reincarnates, its essence goes to a deeper level and another essence enters there in the same way that a soul incarnates in us. And a planet also changes polarities. The planet changes its polarity. The polarity of a planet has a great influence on humanity. So this planet Earth, which for millions of years has been living the masculine polarity, planet Earth so far has been under the masculine polarity. And how does this influence humanity? Men have governed everything. Men have been in key positions and women have been in subaltern positions. With this change in the planet, with this change of polarity, the feminine polarity is beginning to emerge in the planet and in humanity as well. So we are facing a change of polarity. While we are in male bodies, what should we do when the feminine polarity of the planet begins to emerge? If I am in a female body, what do I have to recognize in myself that has to be developed? But don't think this issue is going to be resolved only here in conscious humanity that is incarnated. This issue involves all of humanity. It is also an issue for discarnate humanity. Because not all of humanity is incarnated. The majority of humanity is discarnate. The greater part of humanity consists of discarnate souls. And we could say that the smaller part is incarnated here. So all of humanity is involved in this. Vimos, por exemplo, através de através da sabedoria do Agni Yoga, não? For example, we saw from the wisdom of Agni Yoga, from the wisdom of the first cosmic ray, or in other words, Master Moria, 
telling us nós sabemos, por exemplo, so that we know, for example, que neste mesmo momento that at this que very moment, while we are here assuntos, talking about these things, we know that the one Galileu Galilei, who was the life of Galileo Galilei, astral, right now, on the astral assunto, level, is dealing with the same subject, except that he is not dealing with it the way we are doing here, providing instruction de adaptação working da nossa to mente adapt our minds to new realities to a new situation Galileo, que nós de Galileo, Galileo or the one who used to be called Galileo because he is a spirit he is an entity Galileo was his name while he was here but first to get this clear the one who was Galileo is now doing the same work but on other levels and in this way all of our elder brothers on different levels trabalho. are doing the same work. Tudo isto é obra de energias, All de this energias is the work cósmicas, of energies, the cosmic energies, de raios, que the cosmic é, energy of the rays terra. that beam on the então, earth. So the miracle a of the continuation of the earth is there. The earth is able to keep on in spite of what is happening on its surface. And everything will go on. All this will continue because it is not limited to the surface. This takes place on other planes, on other levels. But let us delimit ourselves Let us stay within the sphere of the transformation that we have to carry out on our human level, on our material, psychological level, so that we can feel at ease within this movement, even though in certain aspects this movement may be mysterious to us and we hold on to this mostly due to faith because we don't have much proof unless we observe very closely with a penetrating observation that has inner signs, that has dreams, that has visions, or that has an impression, a conviction. We can have a perception without any dream, without any vision. We can have a perception. Something inside of us can say, it is this way, it's like this, I don't know how, but it is so. So we are living at a time in which we are taking part in certain things. We are living certain things. And we have an inner perception that we are living this. But there is nothing external to tell us. The communication media, to the contrary, numb us even more and are in no way interested in our letting go of them to find a different kind of communication. So we have nothing to count on from the outside. Education, forget it, because education has become a business, hasn't it? Today, people want to know how much they will earn to go and teach. Those who study want to know if that profession will pay well. Isn't this what happens in many cases? So we can't count on any of that. But inwardly, We have this question inside of us. We have this. It is not dead. If it were dead, we would not be gathered here to talk about this. We would not come together to talk about this if it were dead. It is alive. So we are moving out of a period of the positive polarity, and we saw that up till now, men have governed And women have followed, cooperated, obeyed. Now it's the opposite. Now the polarity of the planet has changed and women, the feminine polarity, are waking up in a different way. And the masculine polarity perceives this. And this will be carried out jointly. This will be done together. This is not going to take place with antagonism, such as could happen on a backward earth, on a primitive earth, with antagonism, as in the time of the Amazons who used to go off galloping on their horses and killing. 
So we are not in those times anymore. Today we are in a different evolution. Today stars, planets, suns are acting differently. Everything is different. Everything is changing. So this entire positive world, or this masculine world, or this masculine polarity, is giving way to the feminine polarity, to the negative polarity. For example, that firmness, that strong exactness is giving way to compassion. It is giving way to understanding. That philosophical way of thinking, that logical way of thinking, that concrete thought, that philosophical intellectual thought process is giving way to intuition. It is giving way to something that emerges in men as well, because we all have the same polarities. We have to recognize the change that is occurring. That formalism, that formality, that orderliness, is giving way to a more careful view, to a more flexible view, to a more harmonious view. This is happening now. Those who are in the dominant masculine polarity would have to not really give in, but they would have to help this happen. Because in a couple of generations, they might be in female bodies. This is an alternation of bodies, and we don't have to work on them separately just because we are in a body that has the opposite polarity. This has to change. This has to become a joint work. It has to become a cooperative work. What is crude must give way to sensitivity. Hard-heartedness has to give way to affability, and mental pride has to give way to mental flexibility. The masculine polarity has to accompany this so that it can receive the countermeasures from the feminine polarity. And the feminine polarity has to receive from the masculine polarity that which it needs at this time, because to become manifested, to become expressed on the concrete level, it also needs many things from the masculine polarity. And this will be attained through unity, through peace, through harmony. And all of us are entering a time of greater receptivity. Receptivity is being much more worked on than we think. Our inner self is also much more worked on than it seems. It's we who deal with mathematical calculations, we who deal with matter, with figures, we who deal with material things the whole time, for us to listen to these things that have nothing to do with this, things that belong to another plane, to another level, to another dimension of life, it must mean that our inner self has already been worked on. We seem to be very lost here on the surface of this concrete life, but our inner self is being worked on. Otherwise, we could not stand listening to these things for more than a couple of minutes, do you see? Our inner self is being worked on, just as our sensitivity is being worked on. Our sensitivity is being worked on, regardless of what our mind understands. Because when an inner gathering begins to take place, the movement of someone changing places, walking about, going out, opening the doors, closing the doors, jars us. Why does this disturb us so much? It bothers us because our sensitivity surfaces at times. So we are a lot more sensitive than we think. We are much more sensitive than we think. 
muito menos obscuros do we que parece. We are a lot less obscure Porque than we appear to be. Porque dentro de nós, no nosso interior, Because na nossa vida us, interna, algo us, está trabalhando. Life, Olha, Galileu está trabalhando no plano astral. See, Galileo is working on the astral level. Plato is working on the spiritual level. All of them are working. So this is reflected here in some way. Because if we can realize this, we are going to enter a different rhythm of development, you see. We are not going to be so passive in face of this evolution, this evolving, but by recognizing and embracing it, we are going to get into a different rhythm. We are going to begin to have ideas, to have dreams, to have signs. Our minds are going to have light. We are going to have insights. We are going to have intuitions. We are going to receive help, inner help, help from our inner self. Do you know what it means to have inner help? It means that a law from another level is being applied here. So here, things happen that the ignorant call miracles. The ignorant say that miracles exist, but they are really the action of a higher law in this material world, in this low world, because this world has its set of laws. If suddenly a higher law, an abstract law, a non-material law is applied here, a miracle happens. So we are really living this. And although it seems that we are very external, it seems that we are excessively turned outward, inebriated with the events of life, doesn't it seem so? But inwardly, deep down in our essence, perhaps we are more awakened than we think, more awakened than it seems. And we used to hold as true, and it is still true, that the East, the West, Europe, the Americas, Australia, the North Pole, the South Pole, these material cores, these geographic cores, these material, visible geographic cores exerted a certain influence. We are aware of this, aren't we? We are aware of the influence of the East on the West. We are aware of the influence of Europe on America. We know this. We are aware of the influence of America on other parts of the Americas. We know this. Today, a change is taking place. This influence no longer comes from the East, from the West, from Europe, from America, from China. It's no longer like this. We must not delude ourselves. Today, this influence comes from subtle nuclei of the planet, from non-material nuclei of the planet. So today we have planetary centers that do not belong to the physical plane, that are not on the physical level, that are not concrete, that cannot be seen. We contact them inwardly. We see them inwardly. Within the feminine polarity of the planet, these planetary centers are becoming activated. They are becoming organized for action, for joint action. And we have already heard of the planetary center of Erx. We have already heard of Aurora. We have already heard of Mistlitlan, of Fatima, of Mirnajan, of Ibera, of Anuteya. All these are not physical. All this is not on the physical level. All these are not in the concrete world. These are related to areas of ours, but to inner areas of ours, to subjective areas of ours. Then all of a sudden, in our brain center, we sense one of these centers. All of a sudden, in our heart center, in our heart area, we sense another one of these centers, and so forth. In different areas of our body, in our, in our larynx, which is a great center of energy, then, in our larynx, we sense one of these planetary centers, and we begin to cooperate with these planetary centers. We begin to cooperate with these 
planetary centers. We begin to enter the energy of these planetary centers. We live all this consciously with our expansion of consciousness. With our consciousness limited the way it could continue to be, these things that are happening are disregarded. And we will see that the majority of this humanity is going to disincarnate without even knowing why, without knowing how, without even knowing where they are going, without even knowing that they are disincarnating. But there is a part of humanity that is striving to develop its consciousness. There is a part that is developing its consciousness. And we have to give priority to this development of consciousness. So all our material development is very important while we are in physical bodies and as long as there is physical life here on the surface of the earth. It is important as long as this exists. Now, Development, inner development, etheric, astral, mental, spiritual development, this does not depend on what is taking place here. And right now, this is the development that we should be seeking above all. And you don't have to knock on any door anywhere. You don't have to knock on any church door. You don't have to look for any teacher. You don't have to look for anything. Focus all your energy, your willpower, your full intention, all your sincerity, all your strength. Bring all this together and go within your own self. Seek. Seek this entrance there within yourself. Turn inward. Seek it inward because an answer will come. An answer will come because we are really at a critical time. And when the time comes for this hypercritical phase, that is, when everything begins to crumble on the outside, then this answer will come much more clearly, much more precisely. And other answers as well that are also around us and will respond right away. But today, we would have to have this connection ready, this connection that is more than an external link to what can help us from the outside in, stars, planets, space vessels, and all this that can help us, more than external help from discarnate entities, more than an external entranceway, the bridge is inner. So no one is proposing that we should first seek these external things. Rather, we should open the door to our inner self, open the door inside. This door is opened imperceptibly. This door makes no noise to open. This door opens unexpectedly. This door opens when you are not even thinking about it. Suddenly something opens inside of you and you see, you find this other level of yours. You find another plane. It is our pure intention that opens this. It is our sincere intention to seek that opens this. It makes no difference what kind of life we live. It makes no difference who we are. It makes no difference what we are in life. It makes no difference if we are intelligent or illiterate. None of this rules these things. These things are governed by a pure intention. These things are governed by your purity of desire and not selfish desire, by your wanting for its own sake. I want this because I want it. The door is already open. To want this for its own sake, this door is already open. Look closely inside and you will perceive, you will see the light that is coming from inside there. Thank you very much.